Hi, this is Teddy Gray, the man behind Garfeld the Musical, a Garfield parody, and other demented projects. You are listening to the Puppet Perspectives podcast. Enjoy. It's been a minute, guys, but we are back. The Puppet Perspective podcast trudges on. I'm your host, Jarrell. With me is my co-host, Mitch. You? What's good? And if it's your first time listening, just let you guys know, this is a podcast where puppets give their thoughts on music, movies, media, and more. Uh, We usually have another co-host, Lauren, but she is keeping that streak of missing our our regular shows that we do. uh, We've talked off the air, semi-monthly, parentheses, bi-weekly. Every other week, we have a show for you guys. (laughs) And so far, she hasn't been on our show yet, but I'm confident that she'll be back and... This, what we do on this show normally is we review albums that came out in the past few weeks, give you guys our thoughts on them, and talk about entertainment stuff as well. But today is going to be a little bit different. With summer coming up, we're feeling a little bit chill and laid back. We're being summer bros, you know, hanging out, just talking summer vibes and all that stuff. And the theme of today's show is we'll be talking about three different college movies. We were in college at one point, Mitch. That's right. We'll, we'll reminisce about those days. And I have a thread of all three movies have in common. They're what they used to call frat movies. Some like will contain the uh, the frat pack, if you will. Actually, one will. But I realized all three movies that we're talking about have a common theme besides being fraternity movies, which you probably can guess um, when we get to the third one. If not, I'll let you know. But uh, we'll be talking about those three movies and I will be doing my best to say, hey, maybe we've been looking at those movies in the wrong lens all this time. Perhaps the, the villains were actually the heroes and the heroes were actually the villains, you know? Yeah. People have been doing that lately now, like trying to like, you know, look at bad guys and see like, hey, maybe they were right all along. Yeah. <laughs> One movie I could think of in particular is if, do you ever see that movie called uh, Titanic? <laughs> Obviously, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yeah, stuff like that where people say that actually the uh, Rose's husband or fiance, whatever that movie was, actually a victim. Did you ever hear things people say that? Like, I have heard that theory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna, I'm gonna do that with three uh, villains in these three uh, college movies, and we'll talk about that. And maybe Mitch, you can see if you see it my way, or maybe we can both have a discussion and feel like, hey, maybe there isn't. Maybe we, we, I'm, I'm wrong. We'll see. Uh, That's something you've seen. That's the thing I feel like bothers me with uh, a lot of Marvel movies. Like a lot of the time, the villain, I feel like, makes so much sense. Like specifically the first Black Panther. Black Panther, yeah. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) That's so real. And then he's like, but I'm going to kill a lot too. And it's like, okay, well, you know, you had a good point there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, even even if you go all the way to the top of that, what uh, Thanos' point was, you know? Yeah, like it it wasn't like a bad idea. It just that's a bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly yeah so we're gonna do that and uh we'll get back to doing music reviews uh on the next show and then and it, for you guys that haven't heard us in, a, in about a month you know sorry you know the writer strike has been keeping us uh oh up with getting new material you know we have a union going on here at Public Perspective, yeah, yeah. so i'm writing all the stuff the material for us and uh yeah I'm, I'm kidding obviously that's not affecting us i don't want to say i'm lazy or anything but I don't, even, I don't even feel like I'm, I'm not lazy or anything, but I just don't feel like completing that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so uh, get this out the way real quick. Um, we uh, like to let you guys know if you like this show, especially this particular one or other shows we do, make sure you hit the, uh, you subscribe to our podcast, wherever you hear podcasts, make sure you share it with all your friends. And also you can rate and review our podcast, wherever podcasts are heard. So let us know if you like this idea, if you want to hear more of us uh, doing um, movies, I um, breakdowns and stuff like that have a theme maybe since summer is actually here we could talk about maybe next month in the, in the heat of July something about like baseball movies I've been thinking about ideas of or maybe we could do some like uh, winter movies when we get to that point something a little bit more different than your usual like like themes that people do like oh it's Christmas let's talk about Christmas movies like stuff like that so we'll figure stuff out July mm-hmm Everyone loves to talk about Christmas in July, right? Dude, we celebrate that at my house. My mom loves Christmas in July. The Hallmark mm-hmm. Channel always on. <laughs> okay, okay. So maybe we got ideas. Let us know about that. Also, um, the Patreon. We didn't have a Patreon episode for the month of May, but we will have one for June, I believe. Our other co-host I mentioned earlier, Lauren, will probably have a retro album for us to listen to. And if it's your first time hearing about our Patreon, we do a retro album review every month. For only $5 a month, you get access to hear those. And a little bit of that helps us out to keep these shows going. Yeah, so before we get started, I am uh, let you guys know the drink of choice today is I found this, um, this uh, I guess, uh, split, split, uh, seltzer kind of drink from Vidi Coco. You ever heard of them, Mitch? No. Well, they apparently, uh, I have don't have lighting in the, where I'm recording right now. But uh, this is like a spike with Captain Morgan, and it's got a pina colada flavor at 5% alcohol and volume. It's not too bad. It's not that great either, but it does the trick. I'm shocked, actually, because um, I'm actually going to give you guys a uh, review of the Atlantic City beer and music festival that I went to last night in AC. And um, surprisingly, I made it back because when we were going to do the show for Memorial Day weekend, which uh, Mitch will get into, we couldn't because Mitch was soaking it up in the sun and in the hot on, on the shores of, I want to say, uh, Wildwood, right? That's your usual getaway? For, uh, what was this, Memorial Day? Yeah, that's where you go every year, right? That's usually, but that ended up not happening this year. <laughs> What'd you but go instead? I, my friend has a pool. He has a nice place. He has a pool. So I kind of just used that as the beach. And I was catching up with an old friend who moved to South Carolina. So oh, I was going to guess somewhere like, you know, exotic, like, you know, the, the Hamptons or whatever. But uh, my, my family was at Hilton Head recently. So but, like, but, Okay, so yeah, this this part of the shit since I haven't actually seen you in a while, Mitch. I want I want to catch up before we get right into that. So, uh, Memorial Day weekend, how was how was that out there soaking it up in? Uh, where was it, South Carolina? You were? Uh, no, my family went there. I was I stayed here. Stayed here. Uh, that was like even before Memorial Day, they went to Hilton Head. But uh, yeah, I I said like a chill weekend because okay. holy shit, man! I gotta say the Friday before that weekend. Mm-hmm. Last day of work before my my long weekend was one of the worst days I've had in a long <laughs> fucking time. You know those. I did not see it going that way. <laughs> one of those days, bro, where 
every fucking thing goes wrong. Mm-hmm. I woke up an hour late, which I never fucking do. I always wake up for my alarm. Up through all three of them. Woke up an hour late, got there. Just an insanely crazy day because people want to get shit so they can plant during their weekend, which I understand, but stressful. And then, yeah. fucking, I go on this delivery. There's all this confusion. I end up getting in fucking trouble. So I have to deal with that. What'd you do? What'd you do? I, okay, so I, I was doing a delivery. I was dropping off plants at someone's house um, a couple towns away. And this particular yeah. town, when you when you leave it from my town, it could mean either five minutes or 20 minutes away. It's a huge town that we're going to. So, like, it ends up being, like, a 16-minute drive. So, like, me and my coworker, we get in the van, loaded up with shit, bunch of shrubs and stuff. We drive there. We drop the shit because I, the way my boss was talking about his delivery, I was like, okay, this is one of the ones where I just like drop it and go. Like, I don't ring the doorbell or anything. We just like drop it in the front and we leave. I was under the assumption that's what I was doing. And so I do that. We come back. Um, he talks to my coworker who I was with before me. And I guess he mentioned like, oh yeah, we didn't like see her. We didn't ring the doorbell. It was just like, we dropped it. Then I get a lot of fucking shit for that because apparently we're not supposed to do that, even though I do that like sometimes. So I was being gaslit a little bit there and I wasn't appreciating yeah. it. Mitch does not like the gaslighting. He hates so the gaslighting. The lady calls and is like, where are the plants? She mm-hmm. doesn't see them. And I'm like, that's bullshit. We fucking drop them off there. They're on, they're on the front porch. Or they're okay. like right in front of the front porch. Then she finally like looks and she sees and it's like fine but my boss sends me and this kid back over there 60 minutes away just to move her shit like five feet to the right Mm -hmm. and then come back and i was like working like hella way later than i usually do too so i was in a very shitty mood and then Mm -hmm. like you know, I'm supposed to be like hanging out with my girlfriend, and then like I'm like I don't know when I'm gonna be home. Like I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking, I come back. Finally, like he's like, all right, you can leave. I was like, thank God. It was like around five. My fucking car battery is dead. I left my fucking keys in there during my lunch break with the air conditioning on, and it died. So then I had to like get my boy to like jump it. Just the fucking worst, man. But then when I got home, maybe like an hour, hour and a half of me being home, my boss called me and was like, hey, do you want Tuesday off too? Because the like high school guys that work there, they have an extra snow day that they had to use, I guess. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a four-day weekend, and fuck, I needed it, man. I really needed it. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, because that's so funny, because I feel like you when you get to that day before the vacation, you just want just a relaxing like chill day and it never happens because everybody is like they know you're going to be out so they're like we got to get our like orders in or everything like that before the deadline so you you end up working more on the day before vacation than like maybe the day you come back you know what i'm saying exactly man it just it sucked it sucked so hard but yeah you know i had i just had a chill ass weekend you know and then just like a three-day work day so it was it's been fine the past like week for me has been pretty fine <laughs> yeah my cousin's wedding last night um it was small it was like it was a beautiful reception it was in new york city it was in a nice little garden that they uh like first met in 
and uh yeah she's marrying a very great guy he's a jack of all trades mitch approves you know i do both of two of my cousins are married now both of the guys are outstanding i love them um, you take them into like a room and like you know grill them down like hot lights stuff like that it's to find yeah, out exactly <laughs> what's your intentions with my cousin if anyone's gonna have sex with my cousin it's gonna be me yeah that was a little reference to a movie, <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street, but whatever. But then, you ever uh, movie? Yeah, I love Wolf of Wall Street. I've read the book, too. It's great. Um, yeah. But rolling with the theme of college we're talking about today, mm-hmm. my uh, friend and his brother both graduated college uh, in the past week. So last night they had a huge combined graduation party. So after the wedding, around like 10, 30, 11, uh, I got back to town partied it up there till like maybe three in the morning <laughs> now is it like the uh the kind of parties i imagine people in their early 20s have what, yeah they, like, it was like the party that i had it was a more true there was there was a, a good ratio as you would say ratio <laughs> <laughs> gender ratio i i prefer it was also like you know a keg stands maybe a car in the pool something like that was yeah. it like a people skiing off the roof <laughs> Not you know, I don't know what was going on there during the day, but, you know, Memorial Day when we were at the same house, we were driving around ATVs in the backyard. Okay. So there probably something similar to that was, was going on. Your average redneck party. I like yeah. it. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of dirt flying, a lot of, um, Burby you know, a redneck. It's the, such a <laughs> fun kind of person, you know, farmers tans everywhere. Yeah. I'm the king of farmer tans. You Country see. music playing. <laughs> oh, that stuff. Morgan yeah. Wallace. <laughs> I did the uh, the family thing that, and I had the same thing as you that Tuesday off because I took the kids to Great Wolf Lodge in uh, oh Oklahoma. fun, yes indoor water park. So they saw Wizard Quest. Yes, they do. Oh fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> it only it, it, what you know it wasn't too crowded, the, the, so that was nice because I guess a lot of kids, some kids had school Tuesday maybe. So we stayed there from Monday, Memorial Day till Tuesday. Uh, had some friends over on Saturday that were, you know, just like your usual couples and kids, like grilling kind of thing I did. I had my gear annuals T-bone steak. You know, I like to fork out 50 bucks for a steak for myself and then find out, are you going to eat the whole thing? I'm like, yes. Well, can I have a slice? It says the wife of my RP. I'm like, my whole plan was eat this whole thing myself. What the I mean, so, so she felt bad, so she took a small piece. But yeah, it came out good. But the only thing, speaking of food, that I don't know if this ever happened to you, but I bit the shit out of my finger, my my um pinky finger. I'm sorry, my ring finger. Eating. Really, you were too into it, and you just chomped down on your goddamn finger like a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> your finger was in the sandwich. It was like the, the sandwich. Sand- you just chomp, 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 chomp. Yo! <laughs> should I play? Should I play? Should I play? I should play like what Mitch is referring to in case you guys don't. But yeah, that's literally what I thought of when I did that. So it was, it was like that exactly. I was, because, uh, you know, being a dog, I was, like, eating some brownies. Oh, I look like good-ass brownie, but actually I was eating french fries at the time, so I don't know why I, didn't, why I made that mistake. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was, like, fucking Tom and Jerry and shit, man. Like, 
<laughs> like this, like when you put the sandwich with tail in this sandwich stuff, I was like, mm, this is a fucking good uh, French fry. Put some ketchup in there. Ow! <laughs> Just bit that shit hard. And I was in my eyes open. <laughs> I love that. Talk. It's exactly like that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you picked. I'm glad you picked up on that because that's exactly what I thought about. I was like, yeah, I bit my shit that hard. Listen, if I can't compare like everything in my life to a cartoon, I don't want it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you see that clip? Did I play it? I've seen a lot of Tom and Jerry. I can picture it in my in my uh, mind. Right I, I I was uh, talking over it the whole time. I'm sorry, you guys. Uh, but you guys gotta hear the visual as well, so you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, I was just like. Like I'm like you see this right? You seen this before? He puts his tail in like the sandwich, and I was like dipping ketchup on my my fry, and then did that shit. Yeah, just like that. But uh, I didn't leap up ten feet in the air though, so I have to take that part out. But yeah, it just hurts. It was almost like slamming your finger in a car door. It hurt that that hard. I bit down on it. And like I, my eyes bulged out, like just played like the cartoon. My son was like, "Why'd you make that face? You know, why? Why you look so scared?" <laughs> he, didn't, he, didn't, he couldn't tell from my perspective, you know. But why are you scared, bitch? And my, like my, like my, yeah, that was the one time I allow him to say that. But uh, he's like, why, "Why? Why? My my teeth were hurting so bad. I was, I almost thought I pierced the skin like that." But it was just like, but so then the next few days, it just you know when you like. I don't know if you've ever shut your finger in something. Oh my God. I have such a, for a while. I will never forget. I was so young. I was leaving a birthday party. Uh, that was like, my, was my best friend in elementary school. It was his birthday party. We were leaving it and we were going to go see, fuck, Boys in the House. It was like an acapella oh. group. Dad really liked acapella. So we I were going like, to say Boys in the Hood. I'm like, wait. No. We were going, so we, like, we were, I was leaving the party or some shit, or maybe it was when I got to the party. I've, closed the door went right in my fucking finger i was eight and i'll never forget it the memory is so vivid in my head because the pain was so real yeah and i was talking to my friend about that and it reminded me of this time i did the same thing where i got in this long story short as i was at a friend's house when that friend had a eight-year-old brother which reminded me because you said it was eight and uh we were we were leaving so i get in the back seat of like the car and then like you know the dad was going to take us home me home from that and then the kid Mind you, this kid was irking me all day. So I have to tell you this part of the story because it's kid he was annoying me. And then it's like, so <laughs> I, I want to say that. So he's getting in the front seat and there's one of those cars where it's like the old cars where you, you can fit three people in the front. You ever seen those before? Where it yeah. has like a seat is so long in the front. You can have three people back there. Yeah. I mean, up there. So the, the one kid gets in the middle in the front and then he's about to get in the car. And I'm the, I just get in and I shut the door. And then he just starts being all weird. <laughs> like, just like, ah, ah, ah. I'm like, what are you doing? And it was like a good, like, eight seconds of him doing that. I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> and then like, there's two fingers in the door, Jarrell. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and right when he said that, like, he started, he went from just freaking out to saying, ow, ow, ow. And maybe if no one said anything, I probably still, I, maybe I would have figured it out. But it, he, t- I, he the door shut like it wasn't like any <laughs> resistance it, it shut fine so just like imagine that dude his oh, pinky God. is shut in the door because his finger was like kind of in the in the in the in the lining of it and when i shut my back the back door 
his finger was there. And then like, I open it and he's like, you asshole. Like, and he runs inside to tell his dad. And then they tell him that his finger was like flat. Like, yeah. I didn't, I didn't look, I didn't look at that, but it, it also didn't much like a Looney Tune. Yeah. It looks like, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even want to like go in there and look because he was screaming and I just felt like awful. And I thought, I think everyone thought that I did that, like kept his finger in there because he was annoying me. I'm like, I'm not that sadistic, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. But um, then I was like, why didn't he just tell me his finger was in the door? <laughs> he's like, he's eight years old, Jarrell. <laughs> <laughs> All he knew was pain in that moment. Yeah. Like he couldn't be like, uh, uh, knocking on the glass. Uh, uh, excuse me, Jarrell, can you uh, open that door? My good sir. Really, oh, what's he, <laughs> he knocks in the window. I'm like a great coupon commercial. I roll it down. <laughs> yes, may I help you? Yeah, uh, if you don't mind uh, opening the door, you're crushing my finger really bad. Oh, no problem. In <laughs> scene. Okay, well, yeah, well, I'm glad you made it through, and I'm glad my finger, you know, survived it. Because right now, I, if I really push down on like the the nail of of it, then I can feel something. So since it happened on uh tuesday now here we are recording like six days like seven six eight later you know i think i'll be okay by the next show but i I gotta mention uh before we move on because maybe there's people listening that are in the same boat but the past fuck time i don't even know has been time (laughs) has it been a month who knows the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom is out now and i've been playing that shit non-fucking-stop dude it is mm-hmm. now in my top three Zelda games of all time. I was having a crisis about it at breakfast this morning with my friend. And I was like, oh my God, this game is so good that it's fucking up my tier list. Uh-huh. So I, I I had to bump out Ocarina of Time. That was the one that, uh, that was the first video game I ever played. It has such a special place in my heart, but, you know. First one? Oh, what was the first one? First Zelda? Is, is this better than the first Zelda you're saying that you played? The yeah, the first Zelda I ever played was uh, nineteen ninety eight Ocarina of yeah. Time, but you know a few years. This after. one's better. This one's better. You're saying, yeah, and it's you know, and the other ones on on my top three have knocked Ocarina of Time out too. So my top three, I guess in order, would be like Twilight Princess, Tears of the Kingdom, Wind Waker, mm-hmm. and then like really close is Ocarina of Time, but it's just okay. like yeah. I'm, you know, I'm the biggest fucking Zelda fan. I've got the Triforce <laughs> tattooed on my leg, dude. Like, I can tell you, you're linked up, man. Oh shit, bro! As soon as I started Tears of the Kingdom with like the the music, like just the score and just like the opening sequence, I was fucking crying. <laughs> it just touches me, man. It's like every time, like whenever a Star Wars movie comes out, and you know you're sitting there and it's quiet, and then you, yeah. yeah immediately i start tearing up <laughs> niagara falls over there right yeah. it's gonna happen with indiana jones too and i hear that score when i'm seeing that in a little bit okay. hey let's uh let's actually talk about that then um maybe this because uh, if you got the first listing i part of generation x and mitch is a zoomer uh so i think we both have different perspectives on indiana jones franchise uh but i think we both have a common ground on saying that we love the first three movies. Oh yeah, of course. So three movies. <laughs> before we get before we get to the fourth one, you're gonna thought, well, let's get to the just real quick. What do you think of Crystal Skull? You know, I was pretty I was young when that came out still. And you know, because my grand I know my grandfather was still alive. 
And I, you know, I remember watching it with him, and I think the only thing that I really hold on to with that movie is just that I have a memory of watching that with my grandfather. And I watched all of the Indiana Jones with him. Like, he showed me, like, most of the, like, older stuff that I had watched, like, that came out before I was born. Uh, but, yeah, man, that's just, like, one that I never have the urge to revisit. Like, all the other three, I'm, like, thinking about a scene, and I'm like, shit, I'm going to watch that tonight. You know what I mean? But Kingdom of the Christmas, yeah. like, I think about the scene where he crawls inside the refrigerator to survive a nuclear blast, and I'm like, and it I don't takes really... It takes completely out of it, yeah. I don't want to watch it. I don't, I don't need yeah. that weird-ass-looking fucking aliens It's and Shia LaBeouf. I don't know. It's just too much. I just, okay. I love Temple of Doom. That's my favorite one. Temple so then my question is, and I probably asked this to even, like, Adam Sandler fans who get excited for a new movie or anything like that. Why in the hell are you even remotely excited about this new movie? Just because it's Indiana Jones. I was excited for all the Star Wars, even though, you know... I mean, mm-hmm. Force Awakens, I think, was good. It it set up a lot of good possibilities, but then it didn't go anywhere good. But, you know, every time I see a Star Wars movie, I'm still fucking stoked. You know what I mean? It's something that I grew up with and I love. And, you know, okay. when I hear that score, you know, I hear that score, I'm like, I'm fucking in. <laughs> okay, so then my second... Okay, then here's the thing, then. And I asked the same question to a friend of mine because he is a diehard Indiana Jones fan and back in 2008. You know, we were going to go, he, he used to do that midnight shows because he nerds out, like, you know, all that stuff, the Star Wars, all that stuff. So Indiana Jones coming out. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go see it that night. And I'm like, but we're all going to go see it that Friday. Like, why are you going to see a movie two times in the same week? And he's like, because it's Indiana Jones. And I'm going to ask him, I'm asking the same question to you that I asked him. What if it's not good? I mean, I've my manager was saying he saw some i didn't see myself but he told me he saw some early reviews for indiana jones and apparently the reviews are saying it's basically hot garbage (laughs) regardless i'm still excited to see it just because like i don't know like i'm someone where it's like even if it's a bad movie i want to fucking see it you know what i mean like I see everything basically. Like my friend, I I wasn't, I didn't want to see the new fucking Transformers whenever that comes out, which is I I think is soon. But my one friend is like so obsessed with um. Wait, you met her? uh, Victoria is is so obsessed with the gorilla Transformer. So she's like, we gotta go see it for the gorilla Transformer, and I'm like, okay, I'll I'll sit through it, but I'm not gonna be that happy about it. I don't go fuck about Transformers. So why can't you have that same attitude with Indiana Jones? I want to. I'll not want to see Indiana Jones. No, I mean like like I I'll go see it and just not be excited about it. And if it's good, then you're like, oh my god, I'm surprised that was good. That is how I am. That's how I am with a lot of like franchise movies, like fucking Marvel. I go into that shit, zero expectations. I'm like, this could be the corniest shit ever, and it usually is. But I saw, you know, I fucking hated Ant-Man Quantumania, but I saw Guardians 3, and I thought that was amazing. I loved Guardians 3. And I saw Spider-Verse the other fucking day, too, and that was spectacular, of course. So That'll be my Father's Day gift to see that movie, so I will... I will let you know, know my thoughts on that as well. Yeah. I and won't talk of, about it, no spoilers, yeah. but yeah. I'm very excited to talk about that with you. Oh, speaking of which, you guys listening, uh, Mitch is our does our movie minutes where he, if you didn't know, he's a movie buff. So if you guys like our movie minute reviews, 
uh, that he does. Let us know and he'll do some more, especially since summer's coming. There's probably a lot of stuff you're going to go see. Yeah. You and, know, um, man. Barbie, I already have my ticket for Oppenheimer. I, you know, Indiana Jones. Shit, there's so much stuff coming up. I actually finally got around to the first one he did with Cocaine Bear. And uh, Mitch, I got to I gotta tell you guys, Mitch is 100% correct that you have to turn your mind completely off with Cocaine yeah. Bear. Just be a stupid American and enjoy the violence, you know? That's it. I couldn't do it, but I understand that. I understand. I appreciate you letting me know so yeah. I wouldn't be like, every time I had a, what the, that can't, oh stop thinking i had to keep reminding myself mitch said to stop thinking mitch said to stop thinking so yeah check out our reviews that he did that he did and and he's really he's really mitch really knows his shit when he comes to critiquing films thank you i appreciate that <laughs> this past weekend i uh went to the atlantic city beer festival this is the 17th year they had it at ac have you ever been to a beer festival uh, they they would have one in the town I went to college in actually so I would I mean it was a small town kind of thing so I don't the mm-hmm. uh, as big as probably what you went to but it was still a vibe yeah 300 different breweries there uh, they usually have a band the first one I went to Southern 14 where I never even heard of it and I saw like you know oh that's band Less Than Jake is playing oh shit a beer fest I'm like what the hell is that so I looked it up I'm like hmm sixty dollars to see a band I would normally pay like $40 when you factor in all the costs of Ticketmaster and an extra like $15 to drink all I want for four hours, sign me up. So that's why I, I would only, I usually only go if it's a band I want to see. So I'm like, Oh, I'm only paying $15 to drink. Is what I want. Usually like a well-known band like that. Yeah. Every, every time they have it. So I've been saying like, Oh, they should have like, um, like my money Boston's or dropkick Murphy's that, you know, Irish band, uh, should be playing a beer fest. It makes sense. Yeah. And this and this year is when they they finally got the Dropkick Murphys on. So oh, like, really? Right, My friend right. actually just saw them a weekend before at um Boston Calling, or maybe mm. was that the same weekend? Or wait, was this Memorial Day weekend or last? Oh, I'm talking about yes, two days ago. Yeah. No, no, yesterday, yesterday. Sorry. Boston Calling, they played. Yeah. So this Saturday, the first Saturday of June, is when they had the beer fest. It's two days. Uh, the next day was 3-11, but um, we decided to go to this one because it's Saturday instead. So um, if I'm going to give a quick review, all the other ones before were inside at the uh, Atlanta Conven- Atlantic City Convention Center in uh, April. But ever since COVID, when they skipped 2020, they decided to have it outside, you know, so people were more spread out. And then for 2021, and then I guess they ask would people prefer it to be indoors in in uh april or outdoors in june um i would prefer it to be indoors because you never know what the weather yeah but i guess my since my vote didn't count especially since i didn't vote <laughs> so um he's decided to have from now on they're going to be outdoors all the time and the past two years they've had great weather uh less than jake did it again he also had uh, the uh, suicide machines and uh, other people like that. Um, I know Dashboard Confessional did one once, which is weird when they would do emo stuff because I didn't know emo people like to drink. But I guess it makes sense. Really, you didn't yeah. know? That? <laughs> I I didn't really put. I thought like 
you want to get happy and stuff at a beer festival. Oh, but more like, like I'm like, oh, get Andrew WK to play. That'd be, that would make sense, right? Thinking like Midwest emo is like for the alcoholic 20 year olds. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I guess. But I thought we wanted to be in a good mood. So that's, but I guess sometimes sad music makes people happy. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of yeah, like weird. On a fight, like, everyone's just going to be too fucking sad and thinking about their like high school exes to, <laughs> to want to. We open it. We open another door for Mitch right there. <laughs> a little, a little peek into Mitch's past. Uh, so, um, I, I always like have to find something I like, and then it's like, oh, let me get a picture of that. I'm very picky when it comes to beer. I don't like IPAs. I don't like ales. So I'm looking for all lagers. Yeah, I'm the same. I don't like stouts, something like that. So it's a lot of like get in the line you get all the way to the front and you hope that they label everything you don't want to say i never heard of that may try you take a sip you're like Ugh. so um yeah like my if that's really cool uh having to drop the murphy's was a, a great idea um i thought it was kind of funny they because out in the field they they were trying to like tell us to like before they had it gated out gated off to get to see the band and once you get to the gate, there are people taking your, your beer glasses because I guess they don't want you to, like, break them in there or maybe you weren't yeah, allowed to. Yeah, they want you to throw break. them at the stage or some shit. Right. Firefly, you're not allowed to bring in. Um, you can bring, like, cans and shit, but you can't bring glass bottles. They had glass um, shot uh, drink things for, to try and thing out for some reason instead of the plastic ones. Um, you just take one. Immediately throw it at a stage. <laughs> yeah, and then, but then you're out, you can't take any more drinks, so you have to go back to the front and then if they were all out, then you're screwed. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, um, so about the second song in, the the singer uh, who's uh, the guy singing now, the bass player, because the lead singer of Tropic Murphy's is, has been on hiatus since his mother's dying. It's a long story. Oh, wait, uh, I know that. Yeah, so it's, he's doing all the, the the vocals and they've been, it's been like easily like a year and a half since like his mom mom been on hospice. So he's so, the like, lost his leg now, climbing up the top sails. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks for the reference, man. <laughs> um, so halfway through that second song, he's like, I just, the guy's like, I just heard that they're like, let, not letting you bring your glasses in. To, and it's like, listen, we're at a, for, for a beer fest, that makes no sense. I've been, don't, people have thrown worse things than that at me before. And after he said that announcement, like the gate opened and it was like a free for all. Like you can, they just said, well, the, the security was like, well, he said it, so fuck it, bring your drinks in. So like everyone brought their drinks in. My only complaint about this event was it was fucking cold from windy as shit. And uh, it was like about 60 degrees. Yeah, because so Friday I, was hot as fuck. I know, it was weird. Cause like yeah. hot Friday was like, uh, the day before was like, our heat wave was like, oh, summer's here. And then I guess Mother Nature was like, nope. Not today. It's just a little taste, a little taste of August. It worked for me. I would have hated standing. I was outside at that wedding and I was wearing a suit. I would have mm. sucked if it was fucking 90 degrees or whatever it was. Yeah. So the, the thing was like windy and it was like kind of miserable. So you're hooded up and stuff and uh, everything like that. But uh, I guess that's my only real issue. And so I would prefer to be indoors than, than outdoors for next year. And, and, the good thing about this year for me is I was worried about doing this show tonight because AC has not been kind to me the day after. Yeah. I, the past, the past few times I've been there, 
you know, I'm, you know, hurting the next day. I'm vomiting everywhere. I, I, so I'm like, oh man, I just not going to be my A game. So I'm like, I got to make sure beer, water, beer, water. And then they had like this um, after party with like the Ataris there and all that stuff. Oh, so it's like, oh shit, I, I might just go like wild at shit. I got to make sure I'm, I'm careful. But surprisingly, I woke up the next, this morning. I'm like, I'm fine. I could drink some more. <laughs> so I'm, uh, that's, but you know, all I had was some ginger beer and take the ride home. So I recommend you guys to check out the Atlantic city beer festival and to lobby for it to be back indoors again, because that was some of the funnest shit. They used to have all kinds of activities like, um, silent disco. They had, um, like football uh, where you can like kick it through like a field goal and they had uh, like these like little drunken uh, tricycle races like in a maze when they had it indoors but this time it's just cornhole everywhere and it's like that's it just that 300 beers Jackie Murphy's and cornhole I was playing cornhole last night <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised you know and as much, and then uh, I got better at it. I used to be ass, but you know, it's you know everywhere you go now, it's there. So I've just had no choice but to get good. It's all in the wrist. Yeah, but you know, I'm more of a pong kind of guy. I was yeah. They, they had that too. I think. I think yeah. they did. I don't. They play. How do you fucking not have like pong and like the traditional stuff like flip cup? Yeah, they had beer pong at the at the Wild Wild West Casino Hotel uh, bar I went to that night, but they have that all the time. So it's just like. They had a cover band doing all like do, take doing pop punk versions of like uh, 2000s and 99 uh, boy bands. So everyone was loving that. But me, it's like I didn't like this shit when it was when it was popular. So I'm not going to like it now. Yeah. Plus, I, was, I wasn't drunk enough to like, you know, really get into it, you know. Um, but I digress. I think we've uh, warmed the crowd up, crowd up a little bit. Just in time for our commercial breaks. We'll be right back after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hi, Drell here. And if you're like me, you enjoy having a delicious cocktail now and then. But sometimes you don't have the time or money to go out to your local watering hole, let alone the bartending skills to make your own alcoholic beverage. Fortunately, there is the My Bar app which is a quick and easy way to make your own cocktails with the ingredients you have lying around your own home. In no time, you'll be your very own personal bartender. Just put what alcohol and alcoholic drinks into the app, and it will suggest various tasty highball drinks. Got lemon juice, gin, tequila, triple sec, vodka, rum, and Coca-Cola lying around? My bar will give you a recipe for a Long Island iced tea that rivals any pricey sports bar. Best of all, you can get twice as drunk at practically half the cost. The MyBar app helps for social gatherings or if you want to unwind alone after a long day. So download the MyBar app to start enjoying some homemade elixirs today. And please, drink responsibly. Now back to the show. And we are back. Let's get into the show now. What we what came here to do. So, like I said, this summer is upon us now. It's officially kicked off last week for a moral day. So a lot of kids, grads and dads season, as they say. And a lot of that means colleges are getting out too. Some people are graduating high school and preparing for college. It's looking forward to um, traveling far, looking forward to being away from the parents and 
also finally possibly joining some fraternities when you get to college. So today's theme, we're going to be talking about frat movies. Before we get started, um, Mitch, when you were in college, did you ever join a frat or did you just crash them like I did? I was, so I was frat adjacent. So my second roommate, I had freshman year because I had a roommate, my you know the first half of the year and then different one the second half was um he was from the city he joined the fraternity and then pretty like most of the guys in because there's two freshman buildings for dorms so most of the guys in my building were a part of the fraternity but i was already like really tight with all these guys and um excuse me when i did my uh overnight like before i like fully committed to going to my college I did like an overnight stay and they like pair you with, you know, a, a fellow, you know, freshman or sophomore who's there. And uh, they paired me with the head of the fraternity. Okay. So uh, I had a really good night. I think that's probably <laughs> why I ended up committing to the college I went to is because they showed me a really good time. Um, I got probably one of the highest I've ever got in my entire life off of weed. But, oh, so it's not this. It's, it wasn't any like racist hazing for Kappa 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 you were with, right? <laughs> no, Alpha Phi Delta, man. They were some <laughs> guys. Shout out APD. I mean, they're uh, centenary branch. I mean, we would, that, that's how I was going to parties in, uh, at Rutgers is I, would, I was just tagging along because they were already my friends. I never like pledged or anything. So it's just like, I would tag along. I would get the same privileges, kind of, you know. Like I was able, to, like if I, gotcha. me, he'd be like, "Oh, we're just gonna cut the line here because I'm wearing letters and I'll get us beer." And I'm like, "Sick," you know what I mean? I just benefited, <laughs> so I, I just tagged along. It was dope. Oh, yeah, yeah, your little Letterman's jacket, huh? That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> was what was like? What any um any interesting stories you got from uh, any frat parties you went to or fraternities in general? Man, um. That you can, that's past limited limits, uh, you know, that are you can still you probably can tell now because the level levels are still, you know, still, I can't think of the word, I'm so drunk right now. I, I think if it wasn't for those guys, I wouldn't have known how good I am at Flip Cup because okay. they Flip Cup was when I was a sophomore because I was just playing Pong all the time and we, uh, and Kings that was like the main thing that I was playing like freshman year, and uh, yeah, like we were playing Flip Cup, they had like the basement of one of the dorm buildings that was like i guess like sophomores through like seniors could probably say there um like the basement was like kind of abandoned so then they just like let the fraternity like kind of have that as their clubhouse i don't fucking know (laughs) and uh (laughs) so you know we would like chill down there and shit and it was when they were like welcoming all of the pledges and stuff and yeah. i was chilling there and so we were just like playing hella flip cup i got fucking hammered hammered dude but yeah i mean it was just like the nicest fucking dudes too like you know it's like you hear about these stories about fraternities i went to a really small college they were the only fraternity on campus yeah uh, there was like multiple sororities, but only one fraternity. And I don't, I think it's maybe different now. Maybe my senior year, they were starting to like get more kind of going. But yeah, man, like they were, yeah, I guess, it, I don't know if it was because they were the only one they had to like be like, okay, we have to like be kind of good because we don't want to like be kicked off and then there's no fraternities here. But um, yeah, it was just a good group of dudes. I have a lot of good memories just like fucking around with them and shit, you know? 
Okay. Well, I was uh as a as a young young brown puppet, I was uh I didn't join a fraternity. I would just go to my friends. We would go to different frats and just I guess crash them. But it was only because people were so like you usually your average white bread fraternities would see us and be like, oh, we should have them come in. That would make us cool. Yeah. And then you know we would go to one and it would be like this stiff like uh like preppy one where it's just all dudes like and like just like you know like the, the stereotype you you see like this this fraternity is lame but there's a, a cool one down the street it was like that and then we go to another one and it was like you know wild party which is like one of the movies we're going to be we're discussing i was immediately the- thinking about one of yeah. the movies on your yeah discussing. so it's just it was exactly like that and then um other times we went to a, 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 they would have parties and we weren't and we just like trash a place and it's like you know just put on obnoxious music and like like and then they even like try to put on like hip-hop music like like just like oh not, we listen to hip-hop too we're cool it's like <laughs> all right great you and guys then, like this right right yeah, cool. yeah exactly right so we listen okay. to outcast as well outcast is cool <laughs> and so yeah you're great so it's just it's just a matter of like we would never be like dicks about it but we just always just like go to go to like fraternity row at this college and uh called emory college it's still there in uh, in georgia and we would just do all that it was like college was like you know aside from the work and stuff like that it was a lot of fun just like doing all that stuff which these uh and these movies kind of showed the same but the problem is maybe it's a little bit too much fun because I have three movies where there is an authority figure just trying to keep order and the movie makes it seem like they are the bad guys. So in this edition of our Public Perspective podcast, we are doing something called Villain Vindication. That's right. We love alliteration on this show. And we are. I'm going to bring you guys three movies that are deal with uh, college fraternities. And we'll discuss the villain of the movie and see if they were actually right all along. So the first movie we're gonna talk about, I think Mitch, I brought this because the lead, the main character in this movie shares your name. So I figured, hey, let's start with this one, right? Because, uh, and also another thing that's surprising is this um, movie is actually 20 years old this year, if you can believe it. Uh, let me just let these uh, ads play first and then we'll get right to it and then we'll talk about it. So yeah, this movie has the same, um, came out in 2020, 2003. And I can't believe, actually, I can't believe it. Cause I can't wait people say, can you believe it's this many years? Like, yeah, that's how time works, dude. Like, you know, time passes yeah. and eventually it'll be like that point. So this movie here, we'll be discussing. First, I want to play the trailer to the movie See if you can guess what it is. Excuse me. True love is hard to find. Sometimes you think you have true love and then you catch the early flight home from San Diego. Today, Mitch's life took an unexpected How many times have we heard that before, Mitch? (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing home? A couple of new people jump out of your bathroom blindfolded like a damn magic show. Ah! Ah! I really 
now. Mitch, you're on the rebound. You're like an injured young fawn who's been nursed back to health, who's finally going to be re-released into the wilderness. He's getting a little help from his friends. I want to thank you very much for coming to the official Mitch Martin Freedom Festival. He's a very successful, very disease-free gentleman standing by the minibar. From DreamWorks Pictures. We are officially starting a fraternity. This is my house. I heard you guys are starting up a fraternity. Who told you that? And the director of Road Trip. We're giving out bids to 14 guys. Wait, who's this guy? He looks like he's 100 years old. Just ring the bell, you pansy. Good morning. Now that was a party. I want in. Half these guys don't even go to the school. I promised my wife I wouldn't drink tonight. Yeah, I'll do one. I'll do one. We're gonna do one. We're going streaking. Once it hits your lips, it's so good. We don't take it too seriously. You may be asking. All right, yourself, so you guys what? probably can guess. I thought I'd play a minute and a half of that. I am talking about the 2003 comedy Old School, starring Luke Wilson. Um, it's Vince Vaughn, right? and the incorrigible Will Ferrell, who, by the way, I think this is what launched his career, right, in the movie career. This was like his, uh, even though he was in other movies before that, when this made him like explode and he's like, I can definitely leave SNL and be like a big time star. Yeah, sealed the deal. <laughs> Mitch, uh, I'm assuming you saw this movie before. But uh, in case you guys haven't, this is uh, basically the story is after catching his girlfriend in a subsequent orgy, 30-year-old businessman Mitch and his buddies Bernard and Frank start a fraternity, much to the disapproval of the Harrison University Dean Pritchard, played by Jeremy Pibbins. We will be talking about him again in another movie. So, um, yeah, people are saying basically he is the antagonist of this movie, right? You've seen it before? Like, this is why I didn't get to rewatch, but I watched maybe like 10 or 15 fucking years ago, you know what I mean? Like, it's been a long time. <laughs> That's where you got me, and I will play some uh, random clips from the movie uh, showing uh, Jeremy Pibbins and his, uh, his, his dilemma, right? And we can decide if he was actually right all along. So, no, Mitch has a breakup. And Bernard says, hey, I'm going to throw you an epic party called Mitch and Palooza, which leads to a little bit of statutory rape by Mitch. Uh, then we see the unleashing of Will Ferrell's character, a.k.a. Frank the Tank, who ends up streaking down the street. Then the next day, we actually get to meet this guy, uh, Dean Pritchard. So let's play the first clip where he actually explodes on the scene. Hello, Mitch. Bernard, see, you guys haven't changed much. Beanie, you remember Cheese, Rodney's kid brother? Actually, my name isn't Cheese anymore. It's Gordon Pritchard. Oh, yeah. Cheese. Yeah. Didn't we lock you in the dumpster one time? I got out. Cool, man. I'm glad you did. You fellas have a good time last night. Yeah, I think there might be some uh, whippets or something lying around if you want. Uh, no, thanks. I'm working. Working what? Campus patrol? <laughs> Try again. What are you, a Jehovah's Witness? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the dean. Dean Pritchard. Wow, yeah. Wow. And as of this morning, this house has been rezoned. Yeah. It is now exclusively for campus use only. What are you talking about? You can't just do that. I've already paid the first and last month's rent. Take a look at that. You have a week to vacate the premises, and I thank you for your cooperation. 
Great. Can I ask you a question? Absolutely not. It's been good seeing you guys. It looks like okay. So let's let's reflect on this scene then a little bit, Mitch, if you don't mind. Um. So they threw this raging party, and he's he's getting kicked off, kicked out of there because they are zoning his house because it's right by the college anyway. So do you think at this point that was the the right thing for Dean Pritchard to do, or do you think he's being a little bit vindictive because of the whole cheese? scenario you know this is one where it's like i can i can kind of see where he's coming from you know it's like he's he's doing his job mm-hmm. <laughs> and also yeah, see you know if if someone had wronged me in the past and i had a chance to <laughs> them i would definitely do it you know so it's like i guess i can't blame him for that <laughs> okay i didn't know you were going to go that angle okay all right, I'm 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 seeing your side then. Okay, so after that happens, Bernard he invites forty something people into Mitch's house and says we're going to start a fraternity that gives nothing back to the community because that's the stipulation. I found a loophole in the whole thing. Um, if I could find the next clip when he finds out about it, Pritchard, and he has this to say about it. You know, it's been two weeks. How are these guys still a fraternity? They're not a fraternity, sir. They've just been approved for temporary status by the student council. Half these guys don't even go to the school. You see the one guy? He's like 90. <laughs> Technically, that doesn't matter. They, uh, they found a loophole. A loophole? Yes. Well, it's, it's interesting, sir. Uh, as stupid as they appear, they're actually very good at paperwork. It's uh, quite an anomaly. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, is that funny? Are you, are you stand-up comic? Is that what you do now? This is me leaving. I had to this play it that point. <laughs> <laughs> this is me leaving. Um, I feel like in a way, which is weird, I'm going to have to counterattack this. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I feel like Mitch didn't have a choice because where is he going to live, right? Yeah, exactly. He, you got to live somewhere. He actually paid, he actually, in the previous clip we listened to, he paid the rent and he's kind of getting fucked over. So he decided to like, you know, with the help of his friends, do the same thing back. Um, yeah, that's not, that's all I got to say about that. But um, I think in the long run, Dean Pritchard, played by um, Jeremy Pibbins, had, uh, was doing the right thing until we get to the... Uh, do you remember the bribe scene? Oh, you said there's a long time soon. He meets with another student and had a discussion because he's at his kind of his wits end at this point. Megan, this little uh, fraternity over on Brook Street has become quite an inconvenience for us, okay? And as student body president, you approve their temporary status. And unfortunately, you alone have the ability to revoke it. So we're going to need you to go ahead and do that. Revoke it? Why? Everybody loves those guys. They threw the sickest parties. I mean, I met my boyfriend at their casino Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's great. Mm-hmm. Well, it says here that you are applying to Columbia Law School. Wow. That's a tough school to get into. You know, Dean Pritchard has some serious connections at Columbia. Are you bribing me? Hey. Don't make life harder on yourself, Chang. It's Huang. <laughs> Whatever. How's the tennis season going? A little racist, but I'll allow it. It's that <laughs> light 2004 racism that <laughs> <laughs> 
that we all love so much. Um, no, we didn't actually. We just didn't. We just didn't know any better. Um, okay, so back when comedy was good. <laughs> <laughs> now it's all woke and stuff. Drinking your oak bullshit. your Bud Lights. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Did he go a little bit too far with the bribing? Or did he have no choice? I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a tricky kind of thing. What do you feel about that? I think this was a good idea. Yeah. I think this was, I think what he did was um, he, what is happening is these, these other people are corrupting the very integrity of the school and he has no other, no other options. That is going to be like, kind of like the ongoing theme with these three movies, I think as well. I might have to pull that every time that card, but um, yeah, that's what I, I feel about that. What do you, how about you? Yeah, no, I, I, I guess I'd feel similarly to that. Yes. So she plays ball and then we get to when the fraternity and Mitch and them hear their the bad news, which I'm surprised you're siding with, uh, you know, you guys share the same thing. I thought you'd be on Mitch's side. So this is kind of interesting. That you're not totally biased based on Mitch's, you know. Can only be one Mitch, and it's just me. Frank. Due to these infractions, not only will your house be repossessed, but those of you who are students will be expelled from the university for your participation in a non-sanctioned fraternity. Please take a moment to allow this information to sink in. Good. Good. Believe me. The actions taken by the student council have come as a great shock to me. But unfortunately, there's nothing I can do about it. Thank you for your time. Good luck. And God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so now they know. So I guess the, the what they end up doing is they find another loophole. If they win some type of uh, college, you know, remember, what was it again? Do you remember this? Or should I tell you? Did you forget? <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely forget. This is such a hazy movie for me. Yeah, they had to they had to do some like tr- triathlon where they have to do academics and also um, uh, different sports activities. And if they get good grades on all good points on all those, then they end up flat out being able to to stay. That was the, the that was the rule. Um, unfortunately they end up scoring a zero in all the categories from blue because he's dead and dies early in the movie, the old man that they spoke of earlier. So they end up not winning and they got to, Pritchard gets his way and they have to leave the school. The end. Or is it? Of course of course not. These movies don't end that way. And we're going to get to my final clip here where it's like uh, the problem where I think he had everything working, but then he fucked up here. Excuse me, Mitch. Am I interrupting? Uh, Megan, you actually are. So if you could leave, it'd be tremendous for all of us. I thought you guys might find this interesting. You said if I revoked our charter, you'd get me into Columbia. You're right, I did say that. Look, I did my part. Now you have to do yours. That's how bribes work. I know how bribes work. I bribe you. Yes, so that was a problem. She recorded the part where he did not go through with his part of the deal. That is where... I think he fucked up. He should have gave her that admission to the college that she wanted want to, and this all would have worked out. Yeah, I, I'm on. I was on. I would say for vindication of this villain, I would give him maybe 
uh, <laughs> probably 20% because because that is a big thing. If you want to bribe people, you have to follow through on your bribes. Yeah, or else you're <laughs> lesson <fucking> people. <laughs> so Especially if they record it. Yeah, so for our first um, film, I have to unfortunately say that I'm going to have to uh, side with the, uh, the the heroes of this story because the villain fucked up. Yeah. Yes. All right. So that ends the first film. So let's see if we can do better with the next one. And um, let me get to it right now. Um, any other thoughts on Old School before we move to the next movie? No, I just, I, you know, I really got to fucking watch this one again. It's been really, <laughs> these clips really were like jogging some shit. And I was like, damn, this was a really funny movie. <laughs> I'm surprised you must have really forgot about this film. It's been so long since you've seen it then, huh? Yeah, that was like one, because, you know, I had a friend growing up and he had a lot of older brothers. And whenever we'd have like sleepovers, he would like bring, he would just raid his like older brother's DVD cabinet or whatever and bring some random shit. And I think that was one of the things that we watched. <laughs> Okay, okay. Like All right. South Park. For the next movie we're going to talk about, now the uh, the villain is the, is the um, I guess, the hero, I should say, in this next clip I'm going to play. We're going to cut back to the year 1994, where Jeremy Pibbins is not the dean. He is the uh, slacker student at a, uh, another fraternity. Um, and this movie we're talking about is called PCU. I'm assuming you've never seen PCU? No, I never got to see this one. Have you ever heard of PCU? Honestly, not until you brought it up. Cool, I'll do my best to explain it, and luckily we have enough clips to like run the movie down. And when I finish it, you'll be like, this sounds a lot like the next one we're going to talk about. <laughs> Go on. Are you sick and tired of being politically correct? Yeah. Would you like to recycle a vegetarian, save a spotted owl, and throw it on the Barbie? Welcome to PCU. Join the party. Dive right in and sit in the smoking section. Get happy, get toxic, and let the good times roll. PCU. Save the whale. Okay, From so, Fox Video, yeah, this PG movie 13. came out in 1994. It wasn't a huge hit, but um, it stars Jeremy Pibbins. Um, and the premise is the uh, pre-frosh, that's what they call people who are about to go to a, um, a college. His name is Tom uh, Lawrence. He's visiting Port Chester University, AKA PCU. And while the frat, which is called the pit, wreaks havoc on the politically correct students at the college and the college president as well. So it's a double entendre. It's also because uh, there's a lot of political correctness going on in the school. And actually, people are saying this movie is um, like a precursor. Like it's like it's it's uh, what's that word when it's like uh, it's ahead of its time for what for what we're living in right now. Yeah. Um, and, and so everything that's going on in this movie, which is funny, is, uh, is, is actually occurring now in these days. So. Let's see if we can get to a clip where we actually meet um, Jeremy Pibbins' character. So, Prefrosh gets in the room and he meets a Drutch sleeping. And when he awakens him, uh, he wakes up. All right, what do you need? Bottle rockets, dental dams, ready whips, term paper. Um, 
Actually, no, no, no. I'm, I'm. So we just learned right now, if you if you can see, Mitch, that uh, the main uh, Jeremy Pibbins is uh, apparently looking at him, a 38 year old college student. <laughs> But, but um, actually, no, he's been going to college for seven years, but we're supposed to assume that he's like, I don't know, like in his late 20s where no, but let's just suspend belief for this movie. But he has a closet full of uh, all those term papers and stuff. So obviously he sells all that stuff to stu the, the students to help them get by and stuff like that. And the pre-frosh walks in, the in there and he says, hey. I need you to show me around because I want to decide if I want to go to this school. So he's like, I'd rather not, but I would, I think there is someone that I can show you that will do it. And this clip here, I want to show you, he had a friend uh, named Gutter played by a, a young, you see that a young, what's his name? John Favreau. John Favreau. Yeah. yeah. With dreadlocks and everything like that. Uh, into music. And this scene is an iconic scene you might have heard or seen some memes. And I want to ask you your opinion of that, of this real quick, and then we'll go back into the movie, okay? Yeah. Got any smoke, baby? Nah, man, last one. Listen, Tom Man, he... Tom Man, here's a pre-frosh. I told him you show him around. Hi. No can do. Well, God, can or won't. Can't, man. It's grunge night. Vienna House, the Merkins are opening for Frog and Toad, our friends. I gotta psych up for the show. Frog and Toad, our friends, that's with the guy from The Clash, right? The, the Clash. I don't know if you're aware of this, Gutter, but there actually was music recorded before 1989. What is this? You're gonna wear this to the show. You're gonna wear the shirt of the band you're gonna go see. <laughs> don't be that guy. Okay, that's a really iconic statement that has been living on for years and years. Mitch, have you violated that rule before? I have not because ever since like when I, my aunt who I've talked about on this podcast who, who got me into a lot of shit that I listened to she brought me to like one of my first concerts when I was younger and she was like she told me then and there you never wear the shirt of the band you're going to see and I've never forgotten that and so ever since then whenever I see someone doing that at a show I'm like oh you're a fucking nerd man <laughs> So, so you judgmental yeah. about honestly, if, if anything, because I think it's lame if people do that. Yes, yeah, so that is where she got it from. That movie, this movie though, is really hard to find. That iconic line has been passed down from generation to generation. So I think no one does that because of that line Jeremy Piven said. <laughs> so, so ask your aunt if she if, if if that's where she learned it from yeah, from the movie PC so we actually finally meet the uh, villain, quote unquote, played. Uh, let's see, what's her name? Uh, Jessica Waters, and uh, she's uh, the president. Garcia Thomas is her name in this movie. Um, you know, Jeremy Pimmons is the is the protagonist, and he uh, is the leader of the pit. So basically, you'll figure out, um, Mitch. He's like the precursor of Van Wilder. You know. Gotcha. Yeah, so he's like that. So <clears throat> there's different causes that are happening throughout the, the campus, which he'll explain in a second. Actually, you know what? Let's just do the cause heads thing right now because you got to understand how this school is about. So he does actually take a chance to to explain to um to Tom what is going on at the school. It's a whole new ball game on campus these days, and they call it PC. PC? 
politically correct. And it's not just politics, it's everything. It's what you eat, it's what you wear, and it's what you say. And if you don't watch yourself, you can get in a buttload of trouble. For instance, right see these girls? Yeah. No, you don't. Those are women. You call them girls, and they'll pop your figs. Save the whales. Gays in the military now. Free Nelson Mandela. They freed him already. What? Those women? Those aren't women, Tom. Those are womenists. You know, I saw the new Madonna video So, yeah, it's the typical uh, womenists are, like, you know, dressed in, you know, cargo pants and flannel and stuff like that. So basically, the school is full of people, different causes, protesting different things, everything like that. Uh, so that's really what they're getting at. And then we meet uh, we meet uh, President Thompson, played by Jessica, the late Jessica Walters. And uh, she basically is introduced in this next scene we're watching right now when they're making their complaints. Oh, thank God. President Garcia Thompson. Students, fill out those forms and don't skip a line. It was those persons in the pit again. I know, Moonbeam. Those pit offenders are single-handedly destroying okay. the sensitivity so, levels on oh, this campus. Oops. So she goes to the, the, the pit, right, and explains to them that they have these, these situations that she would like to get them off the, school, off the campus, right? So here's this next clip right here where the complaints she's bringing over to them. Do I need to remind you that this house already has enough complaints to qualify for a sensitivity awareness weekend? You passed out cigarettes for a smokeathon on Earth Day. You installed speed bumps on the handicapped ramps, and most recently, you dumped a hundred pounds of meat on a peaceful vegan protest. Oh come on! Okay. It was way more so than hundred pounds. You obviously get an what? idea of of they are a, a you know I guess rambunctious bunch, right? Is that the Lucille? Of- was that Lucille Bluth from Arrested Development? Yes, right. Yeah, Ju- uh, <laughs> Jessica Walters. Yeah, Lucille Bluth. Yeah. I've been rewatching that recently. So, what are you, what is your thoughts right now of uh, the pit, Drotch, and well, maybe Drotch and also uh, PC, the politically correct school, and maybe right now we're thinking to ourselves that the issue here is that she just wants to run a campus that is open to multiculturalism, which I I think based on what she's saying and the way that the students are reacting. I think that's the way that they want the school to be to run the way, that way, that way, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah, so even though they do quote unquote protest, they seem to be happy with it. So yeah, yeah. give them a platform to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, and they're just mucking it up for him. Now, what's actually interesting about this movie is there are two villains in this movie. So the second villain. It's going to be a little bit difficult for me to attempt to vindicate, but you see him right there. His name Rand McPherson, played by a young David Spade. Yeah, wow, he's really young. Majesty. He's in uh, Garcia's Ooh, office. Pretty outfit. Real summary. What is that, Dacron? How many times have I told you not to meet me here? I have a reputation to uphold. Don't run from your feelings. I think it's time people know the truth about us. The truth, McPherson, is that you disgust me. The only thing we'll ever have in common is a hatred of the pit. Just give it time. The information, Republican. Signed, sealed, and snatched rudely. Yes, so he plays like um, this like overtly white right-wing, preppy, sexist, racist, and homophobic um, 
kind of person, you know, head of this other fraternity that we're going to talk about in a second. And what's actually interesting about this is um, you're like, well, what does he have to do with the other person is he and Drouch have a history together in this next clip I'm going to play. Yeah. Isn't that your old freshman roommate? Oh, yeah. Randall P. Byrne McPherson. I wonder what brought him out of hiding. Must be a clan meeting. Yeah. Damn, look at him. Must have been hellish living with that guy for a year. All right, so we're going to about to go to a flashback of uh, them being roommates freshman year. And uh, basically, you can describe to the audience when it's done what, what you see, okay? All right. <laughs> What did you <laughs> explain? So pretty much he, he tortured the fuck out of David Spade. He was like fucking a chick late at night. And then he starts screaming, go to sleep. When he knows he's awake and starts fucking breaking shit. <laughs> yeah. So now maybe it's one of those situations where it's like your classical uh, villain sto uh, origin story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real. Yeah. So it was the whole time is. He was the one that was harassing him and maybe turned him into who he was. Not looking good for you, Drutch, a.k.a. Um, Jeremy Pibbins. Uh, David Spade is head of this um, fraternity called Balls and Shaft. And uh, they have an interesting story about why they're so bitter. The school outlawed. So here's a scene right here where uh, Tom meets the balls and shaft uh fraternity so this is a frat the school outlawed fraternities in 1967 tom and balls and shaft was forced to go underground we lost our house now the detestable sore known as a pit since then our numbers have dwindled but we're always on the lookout for new members okay so getting a little backstory is that the fraternity house where the pit is used to be balls and shaft and they lost it to them and they also have a bunch of complaints at the uh, pit and a damage bill estimated like about seven grand. So they give them the damage bill and said, hey, uh, let me say if I remember the story correctly. Um, they have a lot of, there are a few complaints short of being uh, kicked off, kicked out of the house and they have that seven grand damage bill. So what do you think they should do in this situation, uh, Mitch? What the balls and shaft? No, uh, the pit. Now they have this bill that that's been handed to them from uh, Garcia, and and they you know they have all these complaints that she mentioned earlier. And if they don't pay the seven grand, they have to leave the the house. What should they do? Do some sort of big fundraiser to get the money to <laughs> exactly instead of like just getting jobs and like you know basically paying it off. They throw a big, epic, predictable, massive party, yeah, I and and uh, the cause heads come out to protest, 
and they end up getting expelled anyway. <laughs> so that was the whole plan. You ever see a situation in a movie where you you uh, make someone do something that they're gonna, you give someone a situation, you know they're gonna do something that plays into your hands and it works out in your favor. So the question is, was Garcia and Rand wrong for manipulating the pit into throwing this party, raising the money anyway, but sadly getting more complaints to the point when they get evicted anyway? I think it's just sad. I feel bad for the pit. <laughs> After all I showed you, he he basically tormented him. In, in yeah, I, there. I think that's fine. You know what I mean? It's like you're in college and you're a freshman. You're going to see some fucking crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's just how it is. So don't be a pussy about it. <laughs> just go to sleep. Turned out to be a real fucking asshole. So it's like you know, probably either way is gonna be some like yuppie homophobic racist motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, you you definitely don't. I I knew I couldn't um, say Rand's ass, but Garcia. What about her? She's got a, a thorn in her side. She's got to maintain order with the school, right? Yeah, that's Lucille, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, like with the the dean shit, it's usually like, well, you know, they're trying to keep some shit together. They're trying to 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 make the school seem good still. They don't want this fucking place like ruin it. The, this this group of individuals ruining it, you know. Okay, cool. You see, you see it my way as well. Yeah. All right. That's so um, so we we found common ground. We we can't. We may not be able to vindicate Rand, but maybe we can uh, save uh, President Garcia. And this whole thing. So, uh, basically, where the movie ends is that now they figured out that since they they want the higher ups want to get rid of uh, her for some reason because there's protests all the time and it's bad publicity for the uh, the I guess what do they call those guys the um, uh, trustee board of trust trustees. That's it. So they're saying there's too many protests and it looks bad for us and. I, I think we have this big bicentennial coming up. So we need we need have to figure out a way to pitch has we have to figure out a way for her to screw up something really big so that way she's not present anymore and we could we can still keep our house. So they decide we're going to sabotage the bicentennial. They show up. Uh Drotch gives this big speech about we shouldn't fight against everybody anymore. It used to be us against them. Now it's us against us. And I promise myself I wouldn't cry. But just for this once, can we just agree that we're not going to uh, protest anymore? So he's like, just can we just agree with that? That we're not going to protest anymore? And uh, th then we get to this uh, ironic <laughs> scene, I want to call it because it's it's hilariously ironic okay so don't make it don't think it's that a bad thing it's hilariously <laughs> ironic this part so it's like oh we're not gonna protest anymore we're not gonna protest 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 we're not gonna protest. We're not gonna protest. We're not gonna protest. This is not good. This is really not good. 
Okay, so you obviously can hear and see the irony of this uh, scene, right, man? Yeah. Not going to protest that they protest, not protesting. <laughs> yes, yes. So it, it gets to the point where it's just, it's that is the final straw. So they're like, hey, you know, you're, you can't control the students, so you're fired. And this obviously upsets Rand as well. And to the point where he actually has some, some choice words for... Uh, for Drotch. Hey, poor boy. Go and have your parties with all your new friends. I can see it now, Andrews. You and all the knee-jerk, bleeding heart liberals, sipping tea and playing patty cake. And those useless hippie potheads, those commie pinko leftists, the bunny huggers, the pillow biters. Wait, which one, which one of the pillow biters? The butt pirates. Oh. And those beastly man-haters tell those chicks to shave their pits and call me. The goddamn whiny crybaby minorities. You can keep them all. Rand McPherson, everybody, just remember the 9.30 show is completely different from the 7.30 show. Enjoy the veal. So, um, in his fairness, he didn't know he was miked. <laughs> Trump moment. <laughs> yeah, so basically the school was not happy with hearing him basically, like, want to race his homophobic and a sexist tyrant right there and then, so they have a they have their uh, way with him and Garcia gets fired. So what do you think? Did she deserve to lose her job? You know, uh, if she was that bad and enough people revolted, then maybe it was justified, you know? <laughs> see, I don't know. Cause I, I see your point because they say the publicity is bad, but I thought they like protesting. <laughs> yeah. So I don't... A little contradictory there, right? I mean, I guess it's the higher ups say they they hold the power. Maybe that's what we have to actually look at. We have to always appease the the, the higher chain of command. And I gotta say also this to be fair, that party that they, they did throw, they were charging five bucks to get in, four dollars for toilet paper. But considering the fact that it was all the alcohol you can drink, they had palm and funkadelics there playing. Nine dollars is a pretty good deal. Pretty good, pretty damn good party, I would say. It's a pretty good deal, I think. You know, yeah, I would say so. I would have been, I would have been at that fucking thing too. So, if you guys get a chance, check out the movie Peace You. If some of you other people have already seen it, you might be already saying, "Hey, I don't like that movie because it reminds me too much of the final movie we're going to be talking about in our in our thing." And you probably were saying that as well because you did not see Peace You, but you have seen the movie that is consider the uh the launching pad of all this right of course uh, i state your name i state your name do hereby pledge allegiance to the frat do hereby pledge allegiance to the frat with liberty and fraternity for all amen now digitally remastered with 5.1 audio for the ultimate in sound and picture quality sorry with a legendary cast i'm a zit Get it? Animal House is one of the funniest movies of all time. Own the Animal House Double Secret Probation Edition. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Back with new DVD bonus features. Thank you, God. You guys basically heard it. So, yes, Animal House is considered to be like the uh, top tier of uh, college films, right? Yes. And not surprised. I am not at the same time surprised you've seen Animal House. 
Yeah, multiple times. I love Animal House. Yes, nice. That's it's really cool that getting the kids into that young, seeing these uh, kind of movies. Before I went to college, my dad was like, you need to watch Animal House. I was like, okay. So the summer before my freshman year, I watched it with him. <laughs> That's like a bonding experience, right? Yeah, yeah, it was nice. That's really cool. Like, So what did you think your first time seeing it? funny as hell man <laughs> it's just a funny fucking movie it's just like bit after bit i mean national lampoon shit rarely misses were you at all like you know shocked by like what they were doing or were you just like when like your 1978 um mind state so it wasn't like shocking to you yeah i was like this is some crazy shit and i was like i know i'm going to like a small kind of quiet college so i know it's not going to be like this for me so it's just kind of like a fantasy movie in my mind <laughs> uh, but some of the stuff that they do in that movie obviously the people will say you can't do these things but uh yes so premise of the movie <clears throat> there's members of the delta house fraternity they challenge the authority of the dean at this fake this college called favorite college and that dean is the infamous dean vernon Worm. wormer you can hear that name, it strikes fear. What is the worst fraternity on this campus? Well, that would be hard to say, sir. They're each outstanding in their own way. Cut the horseshit, son. I got their disciplinary files right here. Who dumped a whole truckload of fizzies into the swim meet? Who delivered the medical school cadavers to the alumni dinner? Every Halloween, the trees are filled with underwear. Every spring, the toilets explode. You're talking about Delta, sir. Of course I'm talking about Delta. Yeah, so twerp. it's pretty interesting. You're going to obviously see parallels between this and the other movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just realized this movie has two villains as well. <laughs> you know? That's true. That's true. Maybe three because of another person that you seen in the Twisted Sister videos. Um, so movie takes place in, t- came out in 1978 and it takes place in 1962. So I will not hold the Deltas, you know, to any borderline sexual assault or in- insensitive, <laughs> insensitive dialogue. Instead, I'm gonna give examples of how they harass the poor victim, Dean Warmer. That's it. I'm not going to mention all that because you you know what I'm talking about. We oh, I know. It. Yeah, it's full of that shit. <laughs> yeah, so I will, I will cut all that out. Uh, we got them hitting a golf ball through his uh, window. Slice. Um, there is the uh, infamous scene when they kill a horse in his office. <laughs> thought it was blanks <laughs> and of course we can't forget when otter seduces and sleep with his wife my name is eric stratton they call me otter and my name's marion they call me mrs wormer oh, we have a, a dean wormer at favor what a coincidence i have a husband named dean wormer at favor you still want to show me your cucumber? Big cucumber. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How many times have you seen this movie? You're like quoting it pretty well. It's pretty good. I was watching it today too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mentioned that we were gonna. I did, but I didn't know you've seen it before. 
Okay, yeah. so um, with all this happening, he's he's basically saying, "Hey, your grades are not good," which is a, uh, I guess, the scene when he actually visits the uh, the Delta House. I want to play that scene. Okay, uh, look what just creeped in. Well, well, well. So the screen with hiding a beer too. Looks like somebody forgot there's a rule against alcoholic beverages. In fraternities on probation. Two. I didn't get that, son. What was that? I said, uh, what a shame <laughs> that a few bad apples have to spoil a good time for everyone by breaking the rules. Put a sock on it, boy. Or else you'll be out of here like shit through a goose. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, have you boys seen your grade point average yet? Well, have you? I have, sir. I know it's a little below par. At it's the more than a little below par, Mr. Hoover. It stinks. It's the lowest on campus. It's the lowest in Faber history. Uh, well, sir, we're hoping that our midterm grades will really help our average. <laughs> Laugh now. Because you clowns have been on double secret probation since the beginning of this semester. <laughs> double secret probation? And that means one more slip-up, one more mistake, and this fraternity of yours has had it at favor. Well, that was pleasant. Nice yeah. of you to stop by, don't you think? It's kind of, I, who's, this, who's this actor, man? What's his name? John? What's his uh, actor's name? The, the Dean? Yeah. Because he was a, the villain and killer clowns from outer space. He's just like the perfect villain, uh, God rest his soul. But I'll look it up later. Um, so he flat out says, like, get your one more thing and you're, you're out of here. And what did they decide to do? You remember? Oh, we should throw a toga party. Yep, the toga like, party. That's what's next. <laughs> why is that like your instant like idea, right? Because <laughs> college... <laughs> What? Okay, so you were in college before. That wouldn't have been your. You were in a frat. That wouldn't have been your your immediate thought, right? All right, let's let's. And just to get in case guys, in case guys haven't seen, that's just how quickly they think of that idea. He's serious this time. I think he knows about the exams. He's right. You're right. We got to do something. Absolutely. You know what we got to do? Toga, toga party. Uh, we're on double secret probation, whatever that is. We can't afford to have a toga party. You guys up for a toga party? Toga! Toga! <laughs> I think they like the idea, Hoof. Oh, Otter, please don't do this. We got news for you, pal. They're gonna nail us no matter what we do. So we might as well have a good time. Toga, toga, toga. See, I disagree toga, with that. Toga, They're gonna nail us for what we do. You could study and get good grades, and then they won't nail you, right? <laughs> They or is it? Know, they just know they they're just not capable of fucking doing that. They're too strong. <laughs> they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go out, guns a blazing, toga party. Okay, okay. That's what you. That's what. That's your. That's your. Um, your argument. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, they actually have like a trial or whatever like that. If you remember, right? Yeah. And then they they revoke their 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 charter or whatever, and they decide, hey. Let's do a road trip. It's like I don't understand why your 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 idea for like when you're down is like you know just like fuck it, let's just have fun. Yeah, <laughs> do something to to make it so you can't even uh, 
know, it makes things worse. Consequences, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what they do, and it's like it's it's really interesting how that that's their their idea every time. So I I'm totally signing with Dean Wormer. They, he warned you, and you're still like just like whatever. I don't give a shit. So let's just let's have a party. I know I'm selling like such a like you know like a like like a stick in the mud or whatever like a, a herb or whatever they call it but i'm 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 serious like this guy just wants to do his fucking job and this is what he's supposed to do right yeah all right so i think this is actually the villain that we're going to maybe uh agree with the most let's go to another scene now we're going to get to the final warning when they're totally totally fucked you know you gentlemen seen your midterm grades yet? Well, they're not posted yet, sir. I've seen them. Mr. Kroger, two C's, two D's, and an F. That's a 1.2 grade average. Congratulations, Kroger. You're at the top of the Delta Pledge class. Mr. Dorfman. Hello. 0.2. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through I life. still live the, by that mantra, to be honest. <laughs> Mr. Hoover, president of Delta House, 1.6, four C's and an F. A fine example you set. Daniel Simpson Day has no grade point average. <laughs> All courses incomplete. Mr. Blue... Mr. Blutowski. Zero point. That zero. is incredible. I gotta say that right now. That that's like more skill than getting a four point. <laughs> yeah, no. How do you get? Do you just not even write anything on it? Like uh, your yeah, papers? Right. It's a, that is a feat, man. <laughs> now I want you to tell Mrs. Stratton and Mr. Schoenstein exactly what I'm about to tell you now. What's that, sir? You're out. Finished at Faber, expelled. I want you off this campus at nine o'clock Monday morning. And I'm sure you'll be happy to know that I have notified your local draft boards and told them that you are now all, all eligible for military service. Yes, and this takes place in 1962. Like I said, not a good time to be in the Army, right? No, definitely not. You don't want to go to Nam. Yeah, there was something happening overseas at that time. <laughs> so let's recap. Golf ball through his win in his through his window. They kill a horse in his place, fuck his wife. In this scene, flounder pukes on him. Yeah. <laughs> he is being fucked with the, the whole movie. Would you not agree? Yes. I agree. So they decide they have to enact a really futile and stupid gesture to get back at him for what? <laughs> for what? I gotta get back at you, those bastards. That's which is uh by the way, the inc- the incredible late uh John uh Belushi is who plays Bluto. So the three movies have in common all SNL alumni. Oh yeah, that? Yeah. 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 Leads to them uh demolition demolishing, I should say the homecoming parade that happens with the mayor there and everything like that. This is a big deal for Dean Warmer. They just, you know, trash the place, called a riot, and they still... Killdozer kind of situation. What's up? You know about the killdozer from years ago? Oh, killdozer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that. (laughs) 
And at the end of that scene, they still have the nerve to ask Dean Wormwood to get give him one more chance. Yep. <laughs> Remember that? Yep. And since and since they show like what everyone did, they grad the graduation. I'm assuming he said yes, right? Yeah, I guess so. That's, that's that's what I would get from it. He was so terrified that they would just kill him. I guess maybe that <laughs> they're like he's like fine. I guess if it's that important to you, I'll let you fucking go. <laughs> what that is the moral of the let of, of the lesson. Just, so just threaten. Kill you, I will kill you if you don't give me what I want. Basically, just, they, they, they they like the whole crowd's life just to go to this college that they didn't even really give a shit about going to in the first place. <laughs> this thing about that's so funny. <laughs> that's probably what it was. Like yeah. it, it was like it was like a an unspoken threat of that's death what, if you do what. not let us back in the school. Like, look, see what we're capable of. <laughs> <laughs> if we just put our minds to like academics, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe we can accomplish something, but not right now. <laughs> see, they proved that they were smart by putting together this whole military operation, kind of proving that maybe they should be a flea in Vietnam. <laughs> mm, maybe that's the point too. Okay, so <laughs> what are we gonna? It would have been funny if it ended with them, like actually, like being like, "Okay, you guys have to go to Vietnam," and then there's like a second one where it's like the same group, but they're just like fucking around in Vietnam. I think that would <laughs> be really funny. <laughs> oh, that's this the Animal House too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This time it's war. <laughs> wow. Okay. So where are we where are we looking at Dean Wormer? Is he was he right? Is he vindicated? I think um, they really fucked with him, man. They really yeah. put the guy through the the ringer, and it's like when you fuck a dude's wife, all bets are off, bro. Like I I because like even like you know at first I'm like man, send him like door Vietnam and shit, like notifying the draft board, like that's pretty fucked, man. That's like. Hmm. you either like die there you come back fucked up either way you're not the same so it's just like oh, i don't know it's like oh, you fuck the dude's wife you know <laughs> I, if someone did that to me i would be angry enough to send them to vietnam you know <laughs> we already established mr mr you are a mcdictive man dude <laughs> or mcdictive yeah. little uh mcdictive little um <clears throat> puppet yeah i don't go hey, yeah you're wrong hey, man I don't, I'm stupid your level. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what my profession is. Yeah. You're dead. <laughs> I'll abuse my power. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So I guess we learned a lesson today here. A lot of things. Uh, some villains deserved what they got. Some did not. But uh, let us know what you guys think of not only some of these movies and these villains, but if you want to see more of these... Uh, this this type of a uh, theme for other podcasts that we'll do like kind of like I want to call this like kind of like a uh, spinoff thing once in a while for public perspectives. And I really want to make up for us not doing a lot of shows from from May, so I think we gave the got enough time. Unlike lengthy show, right? Yeah. Thanks a lot for this, Mitch. This is really cool catching up and everything. Yeah, like that. this is a fun one. Show. Yeah, had a good time. Good time with you guys. So. uh We'll be back really soon with our album reviews. But until next time, you can always get in touch with us on our email at njhabitradio.gmail.com with all your questions and insight. Also, we are on YouTube. See our beautiful puppet bases, youtube.com slash puppet perspectives. And we are on the social medias, 
Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can type all that in perspectives. You'll find us there. And like I said, beginning of the show, we have a Patreon. Donate what you can to keep us going. More shows. We'll be doing more retro reviews coming every month. And enjoy your summer, everybody. And until next time, I want to remind you all to just conform. <laughs> and toga, 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 toga. <laughs> and uh, what was it? Gator. Yeah, yeah. Save the whales. <laughs> you make me want to shout. <laughs>